Welcome to Words of Comfort and Joy. I'm Katherine Carr, and I'm glad you've joined me today. Hopefully, some of the things I share with you can bring you a little bit of comfort and some joy as well. As we begin a new month, we're going to start with a new theme. And as I said in the last podcast, the theme for February is going to be love. Now, I know that seems kind of obvious because of Valentine's Day and everything, but I think that love is a wonderful thing to talk about. I felt like hope was a good thing to talk about in January because sometimes January seems a bit hopeless. On the other hand, a good thing about February is love. Yes, we're still in the middle of winter, but I think sometimes Valentine's Day brings us a little bit of hope for spring, hope that there's something around the bend. (laughs) Now, those of you who are not in a a climate where you have the four main, main big seasons, sometimes I remember February uh, in the southern parts of the country where we've lived at times to be rather warm. Actually, there would be some very, very warm days sometimes in February. But in the snowy climates in the northern parts of the United States and in other parts of the world, February might also be a time with snow, but I really like Valentine's Day. I don't know why it's always been kind of a, I don't know, some people think of it as just a Hallmark holiday, and then other people, you know, take it to the other extreme and talk about St. Valentine and, you know, what a wonderful saint he was, but we'll we'll talk about that more as we get closer to Valentine's Day. When we think about love, I think we have to start where love starts. And love begins with God. And I think the only way to truly love is as a response of the love that's given to us by God. Now, if you were to think of one of the most famous verses in the Bible about love. Well, okay, there's the most famous chapter. That'll be in another podcast. But if you were to think of one of the most famous verses of the Bible, just period, I think most people would think of John 3.16, for God so loved the world. Did you realize also that in 1 John, which is a, a different book, it's toward the end of the New Testament, in 1 John 3, 16, we have another verse that's very similar to John 3, 16. Let me read 1 John 3, 16 for you. By this we know love, that he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brothers. Well, 1 John is all about love, and I think many people think about the Apostle John as being, his his gospel is a little bit different than the other three. It's not considered a synoptic gospel. The other three, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, kind of go in order, and John tends to write things more in a, I would guess, a topical way of topics. He still covers, covers the main events of the other gospels, but uh, the other three are considered the synoptic gospels. There's a there's a big word for you today. <laughs> um, but when we look at First John, 
Chapter three is an absolutely beautiful, beautiful chapter. And it starts like this. See what kind of love the Father has given to us, that we should be called the children of God. And so we are. The reason why the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Beloved, we are not God's children now, and what we will be has not yet appeared. But we know that when he appears, we shall be like him, because we shall see him as he is. And everyone who thus hopes in him purifies himself as he is pure. Now, it's very interesting when we talk about love, and when John is writing about love, that he talks about how we should love one another. I'm going to jump down to verse 11. For this is the message that you have heard from the beginning, that we should love one another. We should not be like Cain, who was of the evil one and murdered his brother. And why did he murder him? Because his own deeds were evil and his brother's righteous. Do not be surprised, brothers, that the world hates you. We know that we have passed out of death into life because we love the brothers. Whoever does not love abides in death. Everyone who hates his brother is a murderer. And you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. And then we have that beautiful verse again. By this we know love, that he laid down his life for us. And of course we know that's Jesus. And it continues, little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and truth. The word love appears close to 700 times in the Bible. About two-thirds of it would be in the Old Testament and then the other third in the New Testament. Now, can you imagine which book the Bible has the most references to love? And that would be the book of Psalms. Then we have Proverbs and, of course, Song of Solomon or Song of Songs, as some people call it. Then also we have, in the New Testament, 1 John. 1 John has 26 references. 26 references to love. That's very interesting. But there are, in many cases and in most cases here, the references are talking about God's love. Not just love, but God's love. And then remember, God's love is, is basically the the main thing that we think about. God is love, as it says in the Bible. I've kind of been, sometimes I'm bothered by the expression, God is good. And I think that's a very narrow description of God. When do we usually hear God is good? I think that we hear it a lot of times after something good has happened. Um, a healing from a disease, uh, something positive happens, and people say God is good. Well, God is love, and God is God. God is more than just good. God is just. God is holy. But above all, God is love. And in his love, of course he's good. He can't be anything but good. And he's not good just because he does what we want him to do. And so when we hear the expression, God is good, yes, of course he is. God cannot be anything but God. But God is also just. God 
is love. And in his love, he doesn't leave us to suffer in our sin. He didn't leave Adam and Eve in the garden to live forever in their sinful state. He loved them. He promised them a savior. And also, God gives us eternal life. God gives us everything we need. And his love for us is so much more than just good. His love for us is complete. And because he loves us, we can show love to others. And as 1 John reminds us, to not just show love in word, but to show it in deed. And so as we begin this month of February, I'd like to challenge you, and I challenge myself, to think of ways, new ways, maybe different ways, or over and above ways, to show God's love to others. Think of something you can do. Set a goal and and do it. I know I have some things in mind that I'm planning to do this month to show love. And so when we think about God's love for us, it's really hard to do anything but share that love with others. Even in our sad times and rough times, it's very important that we think and know that God truly does love us. Well, I'm so glad that you've joined me for our uh, starting podcast on love, and I look forward to spending some time with you this month talking about love, God's love, and other love. There's lots of different kinds of love, as we'll learn. But I also want you to remember that above all, God is love. May this give you the comfort and joy to get you through your day, and I hope that you have a good one. Thanks for joining me. Bye-bye.